Hey, Eric Music here. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. And if you enjoy this podcast or it has even helped your business in any way, then I'd ask you to please consider supporting the show by visiting the subscriptionboxshow.locals.com. Any dollar amount would be a blessing to us. Thank you so much for considering. Good morning and what's up, everyone? Thanks for joining me this morning. And if you're watching this later on, glad to have you, uh, glad to have you along. So the great unsubscribe. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of, uh, well, a lot. I've been reading a couple of articles on this, but mostly just from kind of like people discussing this in the, um, you know, kind of off the record, more or less, you know, people reaching out to me or um, just me having conversations with other people in the space and seeing uh, how they're dealing with costs of rising goods and services, shipping, et cetera, et cetera. So anyways, I'm glad to say that I'm feeling 100% today. No, no more colds and uh, I won't be coughing and sneezing away here. So yeah, sun's out guns out. It's a great day here. So, okay. The reason I want to bring this up is I'm going to have an article here for you. I'm going to try to find the, uh, I'm going to put the link in the comments section so you can follow along if you need to, or read it later on. If you want the PDF, just uh, shoot me an email. Okay. So let's just get right into it here. Let's look at this here. So subscription. So the way this came about is I got an email. He's been on the show before Igor Krasnick. He sent an email saying the great unscribe, unsubscribe. And then um, you linked to this article here, which was a pretty interesting article, actually. It's a pretty fairly quick read. It's about, I don't know, a few pages. But I'm going to go over some of the, um, the stuff they talk about because it definitely has to do with us. So in, inside this study they did back in November, and, and a ton has changed since November. I think it's a quarterly thing they do on subscriptions, it looked like. Um, so new data. What 131 million U.S. consumers want from their retail subscriptions? To satisfy the 131 million U.S. consumers hungry for new retail subscriptions, providers must bring more than just convenience to the table. Um, the new blah 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 survey index consumers to reveal why offering access to exclusive high-quality items now plays a strong role in retail subscription merchants. Well, hence why we're doing locals. I'm hoping this to pick up because locals is exclusive content. It's not just stuff. So when you open the PDF, then to put their email, they're going to give you a bunch more stuff here. So let's get into it. And um, page 14 is the great unsubscribe. The great unsubscribe, page 14. So let's go there. I'm going to slowly trickle my way down there because there's a, other good stats there on the way as well, but just for the sake of the argument. 17% of consumer, and I'm just going to read stats. Okay, I'm going to give you guys some kind of bullet point stats here just to kind of think about. And if you have any questions, post them in the chat. When consumers perceive... The cost of their subscriptions as outweighing their value in terms of convenience, better product pricing, or user experience. They are pausing or canceling their services. Approximately 46 million subscribers did so in the past year. 17% of consumers who canceled their subscriptions stated they did so because they were receiving more of the product than they were able to use. Remember, we talked about this from the book um, that we were reading. Retention point, too much value, believe it or not, can be overwhelming. And they canceled because of it because they're thinking, well, I'm wasting my money because I'm not using all of this stuff. So sometimes less is more. Oftentimes, well, it's saying it, it is. Okay, let's jump to the next slide. Subscription services are responding to inflation by making subscriptions more affordable through subscription service discounts. However, consumers still care more about subscription commerce, user experience, issues, and a service cost when it comes to loyalty. And as many as 40% of current subscribers state that their loyalty is at risk. So then it goes to the other slide. 82% of the subscribers stated that the ability to pay using their preferred method was one of the features that they wanted most. For example, you know, PayPal, Google Pay. I think PayPal is a huge one. 
Um, a lot of people are getting away from credit cards because they don't want to get themselves into trouble. So they're using PayPal, which in the tied to your account, for example. Let's keep scrolling down. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on those. The Great Unsubscribe, and now here we are, page 14, which is actually page 9 on here. But um, Why consumers are decluttering their subscription holdings. So basically, it's dropping. It's been rising since I've started studying this back in 2018 and being into the subscription service. It's always been like a massive rise. And this is the first time where it's now decreased. Um, and it started decreasing by, there's a graph there, October 2021. So right on time for the fourth quarter last year. I don't know if a lot of you guys had underwhelming fourth quarters. We certainly did. This would point to that. Okay, so the irony of subscription service adding rather than removing friction from consumers' lives has gone unnoticed by subscribers. Has not gone unnoticed by subscribers. 43% of retail subscribers stated they have noticed a combination of rising prices, increased instances of products being unavailable, and deliveries becoming more erratic. Not surprisingly, significant shares of these consumers state that they're likely to cancel their subscription because of this. So if they break it down even some more, 30% of people cited their thing of canceling because of late deliveries. And 32% are frustrated that there's missing products in their box because, you know, you guys know how it is, right? You know, maybe there's a product that didn't make it in time or um, there's missing an amount of product or it's delayed shipment. It's stuck at a, at a port somewhere else. 43% of retail customers notice a combination of customer service issues and higher prices. So mix that in with, <laughs> if you, I mean, and a customer service is something you can control. And I think they do touch on that. I'm not going to read that point. But um, so if, you, if you're doing your own customer service or you hire a company to do it for you, this is something you can do to control that part, at least. Customer service is key because if you can't always control that shipment coming in from China, although you should maybe order it earlier, which we're guilty of as well. But point is, you can control your customer service. But the higher prices, yeah, that's an interesting one. What do you do about that? I mean, there's literally nothing we can do. Like we just raise our prices and we feel like we have to raise them again because the shipping keeps going up. Okay, so here there's an index here. So I just said 43% of retail subscribers notice a combination of customer service issues and higher prices. 78% of subscribers noticed higher product costs. And the average used to be six subscriptions per person. And I think they, they obviously include in there, not just subscription boxes, that's including like Netflix, that kind of stuff, Spotify, it's down to four. So, I mean, let me know, like, have you, have you noticed that being you? If that's you, then that's, that's not, that's not good. Um, that's not fun. So what can you do to not be that one, right? More stats for you here. And um, I'm going to take a screenshot, actually, this one, so you guys can have a look at it. So I'm going to put that in the comments section right now. Okay, should see the photo there in the comments section. So I'm just going to kind of go over it a little bit. Why consumers are canceling their subscriptions? These are a share of reasons consumers canceled retail subscriptions over the last 12 months. And I can't wait for the one to come out this spring, actually, to see like the latest one, because um, I think there's a lot more happening since um, post-Christmas, say like January to uh, March and even now. April, May. All right. Well, let's see here. Uh, 54% said to reduce expenses. Yeah, I'm going to go with just the average because there's like three bars when it says agrees but not likely to cancel subscription. When it says agrees and likely to cancel subscription, those are the first two I could read you out, but it's going to get confusing if you're just listening to this on the podcast later on. And then the total number. So I'm just going to go by the total. Why consumers are canceling the subscriptions? To reduce expenses, on average, 65%. 
the product cost increased 27%. I no longer needed these products, 28.5%. Subscription was intended to be temporary, 24%. I was receiving more of the product than I was using, 17%. Remember we talked about that one? Delivery of the products became erratic, 15%. Quality of the product declined, 13%. And I think what's happening there maybe, and I know we're, sounds bad. I think we're looking at that as an option, like going for a product that are, you know, products went up on everything. So we've got to find something that's less expensive to make this thing work. And how do you translate that to your members? It's just difficult. Like you have to find other ways to bring them value. That's not maybe in a product form because if your products are less valuable, yeah. And I think the big companies, what they're doing is they can handle it, right? They have a lot of, uh, they have deep pockets. They have like, a, they can eat some of the costs for a little bit here and weather the storm, but some of us can't. So we have to like find out that we got to find and scrap your ways to survive. Quality of the product client, I'm sorry, 13%. Products I wanted were no longer in stock, 5.8%. So I mean, usually it's surprise boxes. So I'm not too sure what that one's there. Other 2%. So usually, I don't know why they wouldn't, no, maybe. Okay, figure four. That was figure three. Uh, the fourth figure. Consumers recognition of subscription service frictions. These are a share of consumers who agree with select statements. Product costs have been increasing. 78% of the people are seeing that. Products are increasingly unavailable. 61% of the people are seeing that. Product deliveries are increasingly irregular. 54.5% or more than 50%. Which is strange, isn't it? I think for subscriptions, because for me, if I have a subscription box, which we've had many in the past, if I know it's coming, I don't really care if it comes on the 10th of the month or the 15th or the 17th or the 21st, to be quite honest. I mean, I know it's coming, so I'm not too sure. Uh, it's not like if I order a shirt and I want that shirt tomorrow and it doesn't show up for two weeks. You know what I mean? So when it comes to a subscription, it's strange that people still have that, that thing. I, I don't know. What do you think? Redefining convenience. Why time really is money for subscribers. And then, you know, I'll let you guys read that. That part is a bit lengthy. I'm going to just keep going down to the next graph of stats here. Just zoom in a little bit more. Subscribers desired subscription features. Okay, so now this graph here, interesting one. 82% of consumers see free shipping as an important subscription feature. So remember the old uh, free shipping, paid shipping? You just got to find a way to get free shipping in there. I think it's just at that point. Now there's no question about it. Unless you got a really, really niche market that you really have a handle on and grasp on, you're going to lose a lot of people at checkout and um, it's going to cost you money in customer acquisition costs. So you might as well just pay it in your cost and raise your prices. And as you do your next, as you do that, you know, you put your free shipping in there now, uh, launch a new, maybe a new ad set with the free shipping with that new pricing. And most subscription platforms, like if you're on bold or recharge, it'll grandfather in your people that are getting a paid shipping. So we still have a segment of customers that have paid shipping and a segment of customers that come in now that have the free shipping. So you don't need to worry about that affecting existing customers paying that lower price. And it's like a huge difference. Like we sell people paying $29.99 a month when we first went monthly and we have people paying $49.99 and over $50 and that's free shipping. So that's like, I don't know what the percentage is, there is, Christine, for that one, but that's a huge increase, 30 to 50, 60, like, yeah, so the 12 month, I should just go with the 12. Our 12 month is 29.99 went to 49.99. So, but our shipping on average is almost 20 bucks now. And that raised from 13 to 15, 17, now it's getting it's we're eating up at about 20. It's insane, isn't it? It's insane like yeah. It is sad. 
because you know what what's happening in our country and you know around the world with this inflation is um is really not advantageous to small businesses and i'm going to get political i'm just going to say it's not um it's advantageous to big business and um we're the ones who are hurting out there and a lot of people are closing shop because of it so i'm going to keep going with the stats here subscribers desired subscription features most chosen retail subscription feature in each category by date free shipping 82 percent. this is what people want and it's going to go sort of in order here so 82.3 percent want free shipping 82 percent 81.9 that they want is accepting the payment method preferred so it's not just credit card anymore right they want to pay with their google they want to pay with their paypal whatever else their thing is so 80 percent that's important to have those in there and usually it's just a matter of honestly doing a quick little tweak on your website if you're on shopify you can just add google you pay you can just add paypal it'll take you an hour you're gonna have all these methods in there for you so i uh, take the time to do that it's important to 82 percent of people able to cancel the subscription immediately at no cost 80 percent. now that's great i think what we're gonna test next to be quite honest is i know i know i've always been pushing you know having an important product i think we're gonna go with a cheaper gift and having the ability to cancel anytime that's i think what we have to do now because people want to be able to cancel anytime and it doesn't mean they will cancel at any time or cancel the first month. It just means they don't want to be locked in. And um, we've been banging that door for a long time. And like, I think it's time to at least test it. Displays a satisfaction guarantee or cancellation policy, 73.3%. Like, so, you know, if ever you want to do a website consult with me, I can do a CRO website consult, go over your website. And I can tell you right now, like, you know, if you don't have that there, some kind of, and it just has to be some made up thing, you know, the Louis and Leia, you know, guarantee and have like some little guarantee thing that you know, will make it right so for whatever reason if you don't like the box then you know you're going to make it right to them can use the same shipping address as the billing address without having to re-enter data 70 percent now i'm not even sure that's insane to be honest 70 percent of that matters so yeah i mean i don't know what to say there can use the same shipping address as the billing address without having to re-enter data i think having that little checkbox and it just redoes it People are lazy is what that's telling me. I guess I'm no different. It sucks. But most people, especially if you're doing it, will have autofill. So again, 70% of people, like that's insane because autofill should do that for you. As soon as you start putting your email, it'll just autofill again. But if you don't have that, people want to click that box. Okay. This is kind of like the 5B. You know, the first part was A. This is B for the desired subscription features. Most chosen retail search feature in each category by generation. Oh, I see here. So this might be get complicated. And so I'm just going to, they, they break it down with millennials, bridge millennials. What the heck is that? Generation X and boomers. So able to cancel your subscription immediately at no cost. Shocker, boomers, you know, 86% of boomers want that. Whereas millennials, for example, or Gen Z, Gen Z, 75%. But mostly it's between 75 and 85%. So for the most part, people want to be able to cancel in time. Displays a satisfaction guarantee. I'm surprised the boomers are not higher on this one. So 73% of boomers want the satisfaction guarantee or cancellation policy clearly written out. Gen Z, no shocker, 63%. But on average, like that's, just, that's the lowest one. So the rest are in between there. Uh, can you use the same shipping address, blah, blah, blah. It's identical across the board, 66% across the board, except for Gen X, which is my generation. And weird that um, 73%, they're a little higher. but. Um, the loyalty gamut, customer loyalty levels. Let's keep going down the figures. 
Loyalty levels, share of customers whose loyalty has been impacted by increasing costs, product availability, and irregular deliveries in select ways by subscription status. So, I mean, I'm going to skip that one, actually. It's whatever. Where consumers turn when facing frictions is what I'm going to get into the next one. 52% of consumers that notice increasingly erratic deliveries are more likely to order directly from manufacturers. So you're going to eliminate the middleman, which is us folks. Unless you've got, you've got exclusive product, which maybe we could get into another morning coffee. Exclusive products are kind of like the, um, a lot of people think is the, the way to go down the road here. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you're already doing that already. I know we've moved into that direction as well. Where consumers turn when facing frictions. So here the stats will vary a lot because there's three components to it. More likely to purchase from mass merchants. So your manufacturers, no impact at all to you more likely to purchase directly from the manufacturer. So basically, when consumers turn when facing frictions, impact of select issues when deciding where to obtain subscriptions. Product deliveries are increasingly irregular. Well, 50% of those people are more likely to purchase now from manufacturer, which I just read that's that. Products are increasingly unavailable. 54% of people are then more likely to purchase from the manufacturer. 23% says it has no impact on them. So. There's still a segment there that don't really care. Product costs have been increasing. 29% say no impact on them. So that's probably the market you want to target. Is try to find a way to get to that 29% that you know they have disposable income and they don't care that the products are increasing. 20% are more likely to purchase from mass merchants and 51% are more likely to now start purchasing directly from the manufacturer. So they're going to skip you, try to get a lower cost and go straight to the manufacturer. Yeah, I'm going to go one more. One more slide here. I'm, just, I'm trying to decide which one I should do between the merchant feature offerings and the feature offerings. But let's just go for the feature because it's kind of like value. Share merchants that offer select features on their sites over time. Shopping convenience. Product ratings, reviews, and recommendations. Pretty much 70% saying it's important. Product details. Um, it ranges from 75. And again, this is between the boomers, millennials, all that kind of stuff, right? No, sorry, it's not. I just assumed Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I, I'm going to skip this part because it, it gets complicated. You should just get the email me for the PDF. There's a lot to this, but as you can see, it's a pretty detailed and robust breakdown on the subscription commerce conversion index done by payments.com. That's P-Y-M-N-T-S.com. That link is in the comments below. And you'll see there's a little um, autofill you can do right there as well, actually. You don't even need to email me with that thing. But if you want you know, I can just email you the PDF. I did download it. So let me know if you guys have any questions there. I'd love to see um, if you have any questions on that. That um, I mean, I can screenshot all these things as well. But yeah, that link in the comments, if you pull that up. And um, yeah, I think those are one of those things where you'll be able to get a lot. And sometimes too much information can be confusing. But this is just stuff I think it gives you an overall view that a lot of people are, are filling out these surveys and it's specific to our subscription industry. And it's telling a lot of data that would be otherwise unknown to us. We could be speculating on them, certainly. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think um, people care that the products are going up and people care about those things. So what can we do? My suggestion is might be going for something where they can't get elsewhere. It's exclusive. So manufacturing your own products at a lower cost and same having that. So instead of buying it from a third party, you now maybe you're manufacturing this for that same, but it's going to end up because of the price of the cost of consumer goods. It's going to end up the same price at your door, but now it's an exclusive product with your label on it. And people know they can only get it from you. And that's that alone is value. And maybe you can put less of those things now 
in your box. Find a way to shrink the box, make it smaller. I've heard people ask about mailers, and I think it was B. Wigmer, you were talking about mailers. Did you ever find out more about that, by the way? I know I posted on that the last happy hour coffee. I was answering those questions about mailers. It's a great question, actually. Like Christine and I are always bumping ideas about different subscription boxes and how potentially, you know, what other ideas we have out there. And one of them would be, no doubt, if we were to redo it again, we'd probably have something where we can ship out in small mailer envelope that fits within the the quarter inch specifications from Canada Post, which you did mention, because um, once you do that, it's going to cost me about a dollar of shipping rather than 20. Imagine that. But how do you pack value into a mailer? That's the, that's the age old question, right? It's insane. Like, because most of them, and it's funny because a lot of the boxes I have received in the past, whether it's baking kits or family crates of some sorts, socks, they come in They've, they've come in boxes, which they could they could have got away with putting them in mailers. But again, that might have been during the great time of cheap shipping. And now here we are. But just so you know, we have about three minutes left before this thing will shut me down automatically. Well, in the meantime, what's going on? Micro puzzles, Junard. What's going on? What time is it in the Philippines, Junard? Is it bedtime for you there? Or is it morning? Or no, it's not morning. It's morning here. What time is it there? It's probably like 10 o'clock. Let me guess. You know what the 10 o'clock? 10.30. Gonna get it 1028. Yeah, I haven't yet. I uh, have a book subscription, so it might be not much of a savings aside from the possible material costs, which might be minimal. Yeah, well, hey, Becky, sorry. Yeah, you always go by your, your handle there. Well, Becky, you have a book subscription. You might honestly consider, if, I mean, unless you're having a, a thick book, you might want to consider a mailer. And I'm not too sure how your customer avatars care about eco friendliness, but I had mentioned no issue. Is the one we use for our mailers. I don't know if you, Christine, can you help me pass me one? And if you would need a bubble mailer, that might add a bit of thickness, but mailers might be the way to go for you. I think people would care about the cost. They would rather pay less than have a, some fancy box. And then we have different sizes of these, but this is from Friendly Mailer. Breathe easy. I'm eco-friendly. I'm 100% biodegradable mailer. And then, so you can put your label on the back here, right? And then you can put your book in there. Now, there's bigger sizes, and we have bigger sizes as well. But we, sh- whenever we can ship from the shop, this is what we put it in. And we save a ton of money doing it that way. And they're not that expensive. And people care that it's eco-friendly. And But you can have them actually custom as well. So you could, instead of spending a ton of money on a box, which you could do, Becky, is just put a, a little bit more money on a mailer. And you won't, the, I think the value there is that you don't have to do a die cut where a box you do. So you're going to save about $1,000 right there just in design that you don't have to do a die cut. So, I mean, maybe look for books. Go to Canada Post with your the average book. What's the thickest book you can go for that $1 shipping? Or it might come to $1.25 putting in those big envelopes, right? And they'll have their little thing there where they're going to try to slide it in there and make sure it can slide in there. And all of a sudden, you got a wicked book subscription that has free shipping and it's costing you nothing. So that's what I would look into. And then you can put stuff inside the, the mailer. But mm-hmm. That's what I would uh, consider doing. Yeah, well, she's got a book subscription. She's saying, find products people need to have. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyways, time is running out. Have a great day, everyone. 